This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillahi hamdin kathiram wa tayyibam mubarakin fi. Wa salawatullahi wa salamu ala nabiyyih al-Ameen. وعلى آله وصحابه أجمعين أما بعض فإن خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وكمت حديث نمبر 15 in the book of الشيخ علي حسن الحلبي أبو الحارث الشامي Rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhi rahmatin wasi'ah And it's a hadith in which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallama Was talking to his companions And a Bedouin came And the companions used to love it When the Bedouin would come In order to ask questions Because the Bedouins would not hold back Due to their coarse, harsh nature They just got to the point and other people benefited as a result of their questions. Whereas some of the companions would have hayat and they would be shy and they wouldn't want to ask about certain issues connected to sensitivity, sensitive issues. But the Bedouin will get right to the point. So the Bedouin came and he interrupted the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, when is Yom Al-Qiyamah? Intelligent question. Rasulullah continued to talk and he ignored him which was not from his sunnah. If you ignore someone who's speaking to you, it's a sign of disrespect. It's a sign of qillat al-adab. And the Prophet was sent with adab and akhlaq. Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَإِنَّكَ لَا عَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ You're on a high level of akhlaq. He said about himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he has been sent to perfect good manners. He was the best person in his adab. So someone spoke to him and he ignored him. Some of the companions said, Rasulullah didn't hear the man. That's why he ignored him. That's what they thought amongst themselves. Others said he heard him, but he didn't like the question. He didn't like that question for people to ask, when is Yomul Qiyamah? So if someone asked him that question, sometimes it would answer, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and sometimes he would say something that was hard-hitting and piercing and to the point. And he would say to the person, what have you prepared for it? Not when is it? What have you prepared for? Are you ready for it? If it came. So it's going to come and it's going to happen unexpectedly. So when it is? So they said he didn't like the question and he continued to talk. After he finished the discussion, and this is the hadith today, he said, Where is that person who asked about the hour. Where is he at? Another one of those hadith, and I always mention this to the community. Anytime the Prophet asks a question, who is this? Where is that? What's your name? Where you come from? Anytime he asks a question, it means he's not Hazir Nazir. He's not omnipresent. He doesn't know the ilm al Allah doesn't ask the question, how, when, why. Allah already knows. Everybody has two angels. There are many malaika, Allah's al-basir, al-samir, 
Al-Alim. Rasulullah is not like that. So we have to kill this stuff about this aqidah that some of us have, our relatives have, and it's shirkun and kufr. Why don't people just go to the church or the synagogue or the temple or something like that and, you know, support worshiping monkeys and things? I'm not calling to that. I'm saying the pure tawheed of al-Islam, there's no room for that nonsense. Where is the one who asked me about the hour? He said, here I am, Ya Rasulullah. He told him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِذَا وُسِّدَ الْأَمْرِ إِذَا دُلِعَتِ الْأَمَانَ فَانْتَذَرِ السَّعَةِ If the amana is lost, then wait for the hour. The amana. And I think that most of us, walhamdulillah, we know this word. It's one of those important words in al-Islam. From Somalia, even Asian, Africa, Muslim, you know al-yaqeen, al-tawakkul, al-nur, al-sabr, al-hijab, al-kitab, al-shams. You know those words. From the words Muslims know is al-amana. When is Yom Al-Qiyamah? He said, if the trust is lost, then wait for the Sa'a. Yom Al-Qiyamah is close. When the people lose the amana. The man said, Ya Rasulullah, and how would it be lost? The amana, how would it be lost? He said, إِذَا وُسِّدَ الْأَمْرُ إِلَى غَيْرِ أَهْلِ If the wrong people become responsible for things. If the leader of the Muslims is not the right person. The one who's given the khutbah is not the right person. The one who's the wali, the wakil over the girl is not the right person. The Prophet says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that the people are like 100 camels. You can barely find a camel that's suitable to ride. So for all of the people, competency is always an issue. There are a lot of people in the community, a lot of people from Beni Adam, but what's the worth? For every 1,000 people that have been created, 999 are in the hellfire, and only one goes to Jannah. So it's an issue of competency. And I will say this to you brothers right now, you young brothers, millennials, young sisters, um, you know, when it comes to picking a friend and choosing a friend, you have to take your time and really weigh up who you're taking as a bosom buddy. You know, they have in Islam, our religion, you have the Habib, the one you love. You have the Rafiqa, you have the Sahib, your companion. is someone you go with, you come with, you eat with them. But the Khalil, the Khalil, the bosom buddy, your homie, your right hand man, the one you tell your secrets to, that's the Namana. You give him your trust, tell him your secrets, you let him know your inner thoughts, all that. You have to take your time in choosing people who are going to represent that position. Because Yom Al-Qiyamah, the Quran tells us that most people who we take as friends, we're going to regret their friendship, Yom Al-Qiyamah. Not one ayah, two, three ayat. Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, Al-Akhillau yawma'idhim ba'duhum li ba'duhum illa al-muttaqeen. The khalils, the friends, the bosom buddies, Yom Al-Qiyamah, are going to be enemies to one another except that the ones who have taqwa from amongst them. So his friends started making ghiba, he advised them, and he called them out with that. His friends supported him, took care of his amana. He encouraged him on the birr taqwa He encouraged him on the good deeds, and so forth and so on. Allah mentioned, ayat, that the person will come 
يوم القيامة is going to say يا ويلتا ليتني لم اتخذ فلانا خليلا Oh how I wish I didn't take him as my friend Oh how I wish I didn't take him as my friend Because he didn't stop me from doing things He participated, he encouraged me, he let me go So it's not one ayat, two ayat, the ayat Why would the Prophet take all that time out Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to give all of those examples of the good friend and the bad friend, the good companion and the bad companion. You have to look at who you're taking as your companion. During this time, the man is lost. People like 100 camels. You can barely find one suitable to ride, one suitable to be a good friend. Rasulullah says, Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to seek refuge in Allah in his dua, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min khalil makir. عينه قلب عينه تراني وقلبه يرعاني إذا رأى مني حسنة دفنها وإذا رأى مني سيئة أذاعها والله seek refuge in you from a friend who he doesn't like me he's maker he's treacherous I seek refuge in you from having a treacherous friend Rasulullah would never have a treacherous friend his best friend was Abu Bakr from the only of Allah and then Umar from the Uliya of Allah and then Uthman and the other seven people promised Jannah he made that dua for you and me be careful be careful his eyes look at you and you think he's happy with you but the hadith said his heart despises you if something bad happens to you he has shamata shamata in Arabic is rejoicing when something happens that's negative to someone so the point here is, be careful. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِي وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ لِكُلِّ مْرِئٍ مِّنْهُمْ يَوْمَ إِذٍ شَأْنٌ يُغْنِيهِ يَوْمُ الْقِيَامَةِ Everybody is going to run away from his wife, from his brother, his mother, his father, his child, his friend, Everybody's going to be concerned about his own self and they're going to want to give as ransom people around them. So the point here is the social media, that's the friend who sees you and you think he likes you, but he wants your destruction. He despises you. Those friends you guys, sisters, brothers, young people are getting on the social media, those are not your friends in this deen. Muslim has a minhaj, how to choose friends. And with the people that he knows, there's the Khalil, his man, his homie. And then there's the Astiqa, the friends, the people he knows. That guy who's going to be your homeboy, your ride or die guy, you better check him out. Tell him your secrets. Tell him those things that only you expect him. No, he goes and tells other people because their man is lost. So this hadith, Akhwani, the Sheikh Ali al Halabi, Rahmatullahi alayhi, tremendous. The amana, when we talk about dawah and the du'at, giving da'wah and the callers, this is the time that the amana is lost. The amana is lost in that the person who's sitting before the people is talking nonsense. He's giving weak hadith, he's lying, he teaches the people shirk and kufr. Instead of teaching them the religion of Islam, he's teaching shirk and kufr. And then there's a person who knows the haq, but he wants fanboys, he wants to please people, so he, you know, plays with the truth. The amana. 
people get before you and they tell you, Allah said this, Prophet Muhammad said that, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it's all weak hadith. It's not even real. It's not even real. The hadith that I told you about a few minutes ago, that the Prophet sought refuge, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the friend who he looks as if he likes you, but his, hate, his heart hates you. Some of the scholars of Islam said that hadith is weak. And some said that hadith is authentic. It's ikhtilaf. So from the amana, they call it the amana al-ilmiyyah, the scholastic amana, is that when I use that hadith, I come and I tell you. Some said it's authentic, some said it's not authentic. You go back and you check it and you make the decision. But we have people who come before us and they're telling us weak hadith. Khurafat for the religion. If you say, Ya wajit, Ya wajit, Ya wajit, Ya wajit a thousand times, then you'll find a wife, then you'll find your keys, then you'll find happiness. Get out of here with that stuff, man. And just teach us the religion of Al-Islam. That's the amana. So the amana, as I see here in our community, has been lost. There are institutions, not Green Lane, alhamdulillah, and inshallah, there are masajid that are responsible for collecting sadaqah from the community. It's an amana. There are people who count that money. There are masjids where maybe people, they take that money. Amana. Where's the amana? They're supposed to be taking care of charities for the needy Muslims around the world. People take that money. Wallahi. It happens. So the amana is many angles. You have a sister, younger sister, you're the eldest brother. She wants to get married. You're not helping the situation. That's in a manner. Your father died. The money he left behind. The things that he said to do. All of those are manners. Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam had an amana. And we have an amana when we say we follow him. Allah told Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Ya ayyuhar rasul. بلغ ما أنزل إليك من ربك وإن لم تفعل فما بلغت رسالته يا رسول go and speak about what your Lord revealed to you and if you don't do that take care of that amana you have not relayed his message so many times the imam he may get up and he doesn't say خطبت الحاجة إن الحمد لله he doesn't have to say that it's the sunnah but you find a lot of the khutaba the people of khutba they say in the khutbah that they begin about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, risala wa addal amana. He relayed the message and he took care of the amana. It's from that ayah. You hear the people saying that all the time, all the time. So he had an amana from Allah to get before his people Quraysh who would look at him like a madman. And he was by himself. And he got up and he said, La ilaha illallah. And then Allah aided him with what he needed. No one killed him. No one, you know, did away with him. What happened with him was what lies with your decreed. So everybody, he has an amana. And a manner of taking care of your prayer every day. The amana has been lost. Because in any given masjid, you'll find, I wouldn't say the vast majority, but there are a lot of Muslims who are in the masjid at any given time. The five prayers in that day were not made. On that day, not yesterday, not the day before, because we struggled. May Allah make it easy for us. Maybe he got four, five, but his wife, she didn't get it. Never get fajr. The amana. Yes. 
So this hadith, the sheikh called it the appearance of defects. The appearance of defects in the da'wah and the du'at. Sheikh Ali al-Halabi was a person who traveled all over the globe. Traveled everywhere giving da'wah rahmatullah alayhi. There's defects. He saw, he knows, and he saw these hadith and he put them here for us to 40 hadith. There are defects. We are Ahlul Hadith, inshallah. This masjid is the murkaz of Ahlul Hadith. Ahlul Hadith. And I don't mean jam'iyah, a group like, I don't mean that stuff. I didn't become a Muslim to join any clique or any group. But Ahlul Hadith, what Imam Malik, Imam Ahmed, Imam Shafi, Imam Abu Hanifa was upon, as Imam Abu Hanifa said. If the hadith is authentic, then that's my madhab. That's what Imam Abu Hanifa said. So we're Alul Hadith. We have an amana. Everybody here, you're on the way of the salaf, you're trying to be Ahlul Sunnah. Not just kalam, but you're trying, and perfection is with Allah. You gotta take care of the amana of departing that knowledge with those people who are around you. So as it relates to Amana, Ikhwani, the Amana is important in this religion. So the Shaykh brought it. From what Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran concerning the Amana, there are many, many, many ayat. If you people collectively give your trust to each other and you take trust, can I borrow that money? Yeah, I'll pay it back. Amana. I have a secret. Here's my news. Amana. I'm about to travel. Can you look in on my family? Amana. His father died. Do this and this and this and that. Amana. You're in business with someone. It's an amana. The guy's working for you. You work. Amana, amana, amana. We're here with these people and we're citizens of this country. It's an amana. You call the person who lives with the Muslims, and the non-Muslim, you call them mustatmen, from Amana, mustatmen. He's a person who the Muslims are responsible for protecting him and not harming him. These are rules and regulations. We're here. We say to anybody, every Muslim who comes here, don't break the, law, the rules and the laws, those universal rules and laws that go with our religion. Don't break any of those laws. The laws that don't go with our religion, I don't have to accept LBGT, and I don't have to agree. I don't have to take the vaccine. I took the vaccine. I don't have to take the vaccine. Democracy and so forth and so on. But as for this call, we can come here and do what we want to do? No. There's an amana responsibility we have. So Allah Azza wa audit us. When you people take and give amanas, then the one who is mu'tamin, he's the one who the trust has been left with him, Allah said, let him give that trust back and let him fear Allah. Another ayah, tremendous ayah. Allah mentioned in the Quran, Inna aratna samawa aratna al-amanata ala samawati wal ardi wal jibal. Fabayna yahminnaha wa shfaqna minha wa hamanaha al-insan wa innuhu kana dhuluman jahula. Verily, we, Allah said, He, the royal we, we offered this. Amana, the trust, to the heavens, to the earth, and to all of these mountains. Allah said to the heavens, the earth, and the mountains, take care of the amana. 
And the heavens, the earth and mountains said no. And they became afraid of that responsibility. Allah said, Beni Adam. They took responsibility for the amana. And Beni Adam is ignorant and oppressive. Vulum, very vulm. Vulum, vulm is the opposite of hikmah. Hikmah is putting things in a proper place. Putting things in a proper place. Allah is al-hakim. You know who to give money to, who to give three children, five children, no children, two sons, five boys. Who to allow to get married, who's rich, who's poor. Halal, haram, Allah knows. al-hakim. You will be hakim, I'll be hakim. If you know when to talk, how to talk, what to say, what not to say. When to be mad, when not to be mad, when to disengage, when to engage. That's hikmah. So the greatest form of hikmah is the tawheed of Allah. Worshipping Allah properly. The worst form of vulm. Vulm, the opposite of hikmah. Vulm, putting things in the wrong place. So the person worships other than Allah. That's vulm. So the end of the ayah said that mankind took responsibility for the amana and he was oppressive. He lost it. The meaning of the aman in this ayat is the religion, the sharia. Allah said to the heavens and the earth and the mountains, you'll be responsible for the haram and the halal, what Allah commanded and what he prohibited. You'll be responsible for that. That's from the knowledge of Allah. How did it happen? It's not your job to get into those details. Allah said in the Quran to Bani Adam, أَأَنْتُمْ أَشَدُّ خَلْقٍ أَمِ السَّمَاءِ are you people greater than the heavens and the earth that you can't believe in Allah and worship him alone and you think you know everything but it doesn't make sense to you you become arrogant and all of you have problems everybody here everybody here and you're going to come and say how why did Allah offer the amana to the heavens and the earth who are you who are we so the real Muslim is the one who is humble. And this is why Ikhwani and Sahih Muslim Abdullah bin Mas'ud said that the Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, لا يدخل الجنة من كان في قلبه مثقال ذرة من كبر. Anyone who has one speck of arrogance won't enter into the Jannah. It's haram for anyone with one speck of arrogance. He doesn't know his position. Asking questions, acting like, so what? Well, who are you? So Allah offered it. And they said no. And they were afraid. Beni Adam said, okay, we'll take it. And Beni Adam, that means he has to make halal, halal, haram, haram. He's in charge of a government. You know? And this is just an example. I don't want anybody to get upset. But you know Nigeria, Western Africa. Nigeria is one of the richest countries in the world in terms of resources. They have more money than the Middle East. More resources. More potential for money in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, all that. They have oil. They have copper. They have all of that stuff in Nigeria. But it is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. It's not being run properly. Most countries in Africa are like that. Most countries where we come from are like that. Corruption. You can practically kill someone and get away with it. Where we come from. You can kill them and the popo know you killed them. Because you're going to break the judge off with some dough. So Nigeria. This is not against Nigeria. This is an example. 
Nigeria has become a country in America. Nigerians have more PhDs than anybody else in America. Nigerians are smart people. They have a lot to offer. But look at all the corruption. That's a sign of the amana being lost. That the people who are living in the dirt, in the dirt, dirt, poor, and the rich, and the disparity between the two groups is like night and day. But people don't care. The amana. And I don't want any Nigerian to get upset with me or anything like that. I'm not a Hush Puppy fan or anything like that. There's this guy named Hush Puppy made all this money, and then that becomes synonymous with Nigerian Nigerians. Kella. We have ulama in Nigeria. We have Oliya in Nigeria. We have Muslimun, Muslimat in Nigeria, all good people. But when things are mismanaged, big problem. The guy giving dawah, and he's saying in this country, he's a kafir. Let's kill this one. Let's kill that one. Where's the amana? What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? But let's not travel too far. Everybody here. You have children? That's an amana. That's an amana. And sometimes we slip up, and sometimes we're just not cognizant. As it relates to the amana, Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Qur'an, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, la takhunu Allah wa rasul wa takhunu amanatikum antum ta'lamun, or you believe. Don't be treacherous and try to trick Allah and trick His Messenger. And don't, you know, lose the amana that you all are responsible for, and you know what you're doing. When the Prophet conquered Mecca, too many examples. The Amana. Rasulullah conquered Mecca, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the year of the conquest, Fath Mecca. When he conquered Mecca, there was a man by the name of Uthman ibn Talha from the Kufar of Quraysh. His family was responsible for the key of the Kaaba and was honorable. They would go and open up the door of the Kaaba. When they want to clean the Kaaba, dignitary, they, it was a big thing. Prophet Muhammad came to Mecca, shut everything down. It's a new program. No one makes tawaf around the Kaaba naked anymore. No kafir can make tawaf around the Kaaba anymore. Knock all of these idols down. La ilaha illallah has come. Like the ayah said, قُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقِّ وَزَاهِقِ الْبَاطِلِ إِنَّ الْبَاطِلَ كَانَ زُهُوقًا That's what the Prophet read. He went to Mecca, he got off his camel, he went inside of the masjid, inside of the Kaaba. He prayed two rakats in the Kaaba. Bilal was watching him. People were watching him. They saw what was there. He looked around the Kaaba. It was all kind of craziness. They had pictures and images of Ibrahim making shit, doing divination with arrows. Rasulullah raised that stuff. Say Ibrahim didn't do this stuff. He took his stick, started knocking all of those idols down with a stick. He didn't come in with a big bazooka, AK-47, atomic bomb. The young brothers, that's what they want to do. We got to go get them. Hey, relax right now. It's not time for that. Now is the time to educate the people. Now is the time for all of us to get ourselves together. Who are you going to go and attack them with? Me and my two sons. And that's it. And Allah's with us. Like David and Goliath. David and Goliath. You bringing a slingshot as well? Like the Palestinians? Not making a joke? A lot of them want to storm rocks at tanks and guns. There's a lot of things that want that. So Rasulullah came and knocked that stuff down with a stick. And he said, tell them, read the ayah, the truth has come and falsehood has disappeared. Falsehood is ever uh, fading away. It always fades away. When that happened, the prophet took the key from that man, Talha. Uthman ibn Talha was a kafir. When he came out of the Kaaba, 
Allah revealed the ayat and Rasulullah read it. In Allah yamurukumin to addul amanati ila ahliha wa ida hakamtum bain al nasi and tahkum bil adal. In Allah namma yaidukumbi in Allah kana samiyam bosira. Verily Allah orders all of you to give the amana back to people who deserve it. Give them back their trust. And if you judge between the people, judge between them with justice. It is a ni'mah that Allah, what he's done for you. He's all seeing, all hearing. Prophet Muhammad gave that key back to that non-Muslim man. The non-Muslim man went, told his people, and everybody saw it. The people became Muslims. Muhammad takes care of the amana. When the Prophet left Mecca, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they knew he was a, an honest person, a good person. They left with him all of their money, all of their wealth. He was like, I don't want to say the bank, but he was like the treasury of the people of Mecca. Rasulullah had everybody's money, everybody's stuff. And then he had to make hijra. He could have took, taken all of that stuff and bounced, rolled out, and justified it. The way these jama'at justify Hizbu Tahriya, Juan Muslimin, the Takfiris. These people justify madness robbing the bank because they stole our money. They're pillaging Muslims' land, land, so we robbed the bank. What are you talking about? Some people are so petty at the job where they work, where they work, the regular job, phone company, wherever. He takes toilet tissue like every, every day, every week. Yeah, he, where you taking toilet tissue? Man, they, they took my forefathers as slaves. They owe me money. 40 acres and a mule. Are you serious, man? 40 acres and a mule. That justification, you're stealing. Prophet Muhammad says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Addil Amana, Inamini Tamanaka, Khanaka. Anyone who gave you an Amana, give it back to him. And don't be treacherous towards someone who's treacherous towards you. They gave you an Amana, give it back. And the one who doesn't give you your amana back, don't you be treacherous. So the Prophet ﷺ, he could have made hijrin taking everybody's stuff. But what would the people have said? They would have said, look at Muhammad, he ripped us off, he robbed us. So 419, look what he did. What kind of dawah is that? Look at them, they're heavy on the infrastructure, they're lying, they're getting money, they're robbing the banks, they're stealing, this is our community. Rasulullah left Ali ibn Abi Talib. You stay behind. And it's from the virtues of Ali. You know, you have to have courage to be the only one staying behind. They be mad. Just kill you because they mad. Rasulullah left with Abu Bakr. Abu, uh, Abu Hassan, Ali ibn Abi Talib, gave everybody their stuff. This was Rasulullah, man, 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 man. So the man in the deen of Allah. It's tremendous, ikhwani. Allah ta'ala praise the believers. He said in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ Surah Al-Mu'minun, the believers. They are those people who take care of their amana. And they take care of their trust. Amana and trust. Listen, they go together. Amana and trust, the promise. The Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Thalatha. Ayatul Munafiq Thalatha. إذا حدث كذب وإذا وعد أخلف وإذا تمنا خانا. The ayat, the sign of a hypocrite. If he li- if he talks, he lies. It's the sign of a hypocrite. Number two, if he promises, I'll be there, I'll do it, I'll see you, I'll this, I'm going to do it. He breaks his promise. Al-wa'd. 
And if you leave a trust with him, he loses the trust. He, he doesn't take care of it. It's not important to him. SubhanAllah. They come to the neighbor and they say to the neighbor, yo, neighbor, we're getting ready to have a um, walima. We don't have enough chairs, forks, spoons, whatever. We need some pitchers, whatever. The neighbor look out for them, break them off, okay? They have their party. They break the chairs. They lose stuff. They don't, they say, oh, the neighbor don't really care. Nah, that's in a manner. They gave you food in the plate. Send them that plate right back. That's what happened with the Prophet one of his wives sent a plate of food to his house when he was in the house of Aisha. She opened up the door and saw the servant with the food. Aisha became jealous and knocked it out of her hand. It fell down and broke. Rasulullah came and took a plate from Aisha. Took a plate from Aisha and sent it back and said, Your mother has become jealous. She became angry. And he managed it and he held it. He handled it. But you see how he replaced that plate. So we take this stuff from the neighbor, from our brother, borrow the car. Man, you borrowed the man's car. You don't have license, you don't have insurance. Come on, you come on. So the point is, the point here is, he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, La Imana, Liman La Amana Talahu, Wala Dina, Liman La Wa'adalahu. He has no faith, the one who doesn't take care of the Amana. He's not a mu'min, he's Iman. I don't care how he screams, he Whatever, Ahl Sunnah, whatever. You don't take care of the amana. Your wife is an amana. Everybody here, when a father married you to her, he didn't expect you to be mutashaddid like that. He didn't expect you to be rough and tough like that. He thought you were honorable. The same way you are going to take your daughter and marry her off to the next cat down the line, inshallah, you expect certain things. That's the amana. That sister who's married to the brother, the amana, don't be telling your homegirls and your sisters and your friends all the secrets and problems and the deficiencies of your husband. What's wrong with you? Why don't we just, why don't I just sit right here and we just start talking about the deficiencies of our women? Who does that? The Prophet told the companion, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, radiallahu anhu. He said, don't let one of you describe what he does with his family to someone else as if they're looking at them in the street, having relationships. There are some women who sit and they get into those details. That's in a manner. That is in a manner. As it relates to the amana, ikhwani, I mean, a lot can be said concerning the amana. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he used to travel, he used to say to the person who was traveling, and this is the sunnah someone was going to travel, he would say, Astodiallah, deenaka, wa amanataka, wa khawateen amalik. You're about to roll out to go to Cameroon to get married, right? So the Prophet would say, I leave Allah responsible for your deen while you're traveling. And to be responsible for your amana. Your amana that you leave in here, your wife, your kids, your money, your business. And any amana you're taking care of while you're going. And I leave and I ask Allah to be responsible for the khawatim of your affairs. The last of your affairs. Because the last thing that you do is the best thing. Everything in Islam, the ibadah will be judged based upon the last thing that you do. So the fact that he would say that dua shows its significance. It's important that he would say that sallallahu alayhi wa Listen, ikhwani, and we're done here. The Yahud, as the Prophet said, Alayhi Swatu Salam, the Tatabi Unna Sunana Mankana Kablakum Shibram bi Shibrin, Wadara'im bi Dara. 
You're going to follow the Jews and the Christians and everything that they did. Hand spam by hand spam, arm spam by arm spam. If they go into the lizard's hole, you're going into the lizard's hole. If one of them has relationships with his mother in public, you're going to do that to that degree. They made shit, we made shit. They went overboard in Isa, Rosaeim. We go overboard in Rasulullah and other people. Their women got out of control and they became feminists. That happened to us. They left the minhaj that the prophets and the messengers brought that happened to us. And one of the issues with Bani Israel, with the Yehud, is the issue with the Amana. Their ulama lost the Amana. And their umana, the people who are supposed to be trustworthy, their community lost trust the, the Amana. But there is one ayat I want to share with you about the Amana with the Yehud. Allah mentioned about the Yehud in the Quran, وَإِمِّنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ The men, men who pintarin يُؤَدِّهِ إِلَيْكِ ومن هو من انت من هو بالدينار لا يؤديه إليه إلا ما دمت عليه قائمة ذلك بأنهم قالوا ليس علينا في الأميين السبيل ويقولون على الله الكذب وهم يعلمون from أهل الكتاب or some people who if you left them an amana you left them a whole treasure whole second floor of the masjid I know Part of the culture that I grew up in is that, and this is why crime doesn't pay, and we want all our shabab, our African-American brothers, I don't want to be stereotypical, here, our Asian brothers, a lot of our shabab don't have anything going for them. They want to start practicing, and they were in the streets. Man, it's better for you, it's better for you to start practicing and slowly get your life together and get out of those streets because crime doesn't pay. I never ever, ever, ever heard of, never saw, never met someone who was in the streets making a lot of money and then they got locked up and after get locking up, locked up they say here, take care of my money, you, you, you until I get out, except those people stole the money that's how it is, that's what happened with Hush Puppy, that's how Hush Puppy got jammed up, because he made all these hundreds of millions of pounds he got this money, and one of the guys went to jail, he said, I, I might give you the money and the people got him in trouble. Greed, the amana. Not that that's amana there. But the point here is, the point here is, it's a big problem. Don't be in the streets at all. The ayah said, from Ahlul Kitab, those people, if you left them a whole treasure, a whole treasure upstairs, all gold, all gold, precious metals, diamonds, platinum, if you left that with them as in a manner, when you come for it, Al-Kitab, Jew, Christian, will give it all back to you. And from them as well is the person, if you left them with one dinar, one, he won't give it back to you. Unless you stood over him and you demanded it. And that's because they say, the Yehud, we don't have to do right by you unleaded people. And I saw that from the Muslims in the African-American community, Arabs, Pakistanis, and stuff like that, Asians. They would come to our community in America with all the drama that we have. We need Islam and Tawheed and all of that. And instead of giving us dawah, they would open up liquor stores. They would open up stores selling liquor. They would open up stores selling uh, pork and all of that, selling us all of the things that kill us. 
And then they say, I remember I became a Muslim. I would go to them and say, these are my people. They're not your people. These are my people. I'm a Muslim, but these African-American are my people. We're, you're killing them. The people would say they're not Muslims. We don't have responsibility. That's what the Yahoo's said. The Yahoo's say if the pork, if the pig or something dies, you can't give it to your brother, but you can give it to the Gentile. That's in the Bible right now. You can sell it, give it to the Gentile. That's not our religion. Prophet Muhammad said, as I mentioned earlier, give the amana back and don't be treacherous to the one treacherous towards you. Ayat of the Quran. Ayat. That we have to be fair, we have to be just. So in concluding, I want to say to our brothers who are on the sunnah, to get focused. We dropped the ball with this thing that has happened with our dawah, taking and embracing the fights of other people, of other lands and all of this stuff. I don't want to go too far into that, but the amana. Let's get back on the sirat, inshallah, azawajal, and uh, take care of our responsibility of delivering this message in a way that people can comprehend, inshallah, azawajal. For verily, if people take this religion the correct way, Allah's help is there. Okay, brothers, you guys have any questions? Two minutes, inshallah. Allah, answer any questions. That can't end up shape. Do you guys have any questions? Okay then. Hada wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barik wa an'am ala nabiyyina wa habibina wa khalilihi subhana wa khalilihi subhana wa ta'ala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.